This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and we are listening to Say When from Chicago alt-rock band Old Joy. Their sound is a unique mix of 90s grunge paired with that spunkiness of the early 2000s. It reminds me of a coming-of-age movie, but also a band I'd be happy to hear at a dive bar. This familiarity is what is so enchanting about Old Joy. Now, you can catch them live tonight at G-Man Tavern in Wrigleyville. Doors open at 7 o'clock. The band's lead singer, Alex Rindel, joins us now. Hey, Alex. Welcome to Reset. Hey, how's it going, Sasha? It's going well. Give us some background, first of all, Alex. I'm so interested. Who is Old Joy? How'd uh, this all start? Well, um, it really started a long time ago with my old band, Shiloh. We started in around 2011. That's when I started making music in Chicago. And we did that for a long time. Um, and uh, Old Joy came about after the end of that band. So I'd say around 2016. Um, it's actually kind of a kind of a an embarrassing beginning. Um, I met oh. uh, my first drummer uh, in Cook County Jail. Actually, um, it's kind of a kind of a big thing. But uh, mm-hmm. we started the band together, um, and then uh, he unfortunately passed away, and I decided to continue doing it. And um, we've gone through a couple different lineup changes, but we found a good one now. Um, and I, I think at this point, it's more just. Um, it's more just me making music, and uh, it's been difficult to like keep a regular group of people together just because of the nature of uh, life and uh, how yeah. things are. But uh, um, I do enjoy playing with the band, so I always like to have a group of people who can play shows with me, um, and it's that's how that's it important. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, the name is interesting, right? That's what's most intriguing to me. So tell me, where did that come from? Um, so Old Joy is the name of um, a short story by Jonathan Raymond that I read when I was in uh, college here in Chicago, undergrad school. And um, it uh, it was a good story. It made me think a lot. But I think that when I went looking for an actual band name years later, um, really the idea behind it stuck out to me more than the story itself. Uh, to me, Old Joy is like the idea of um, nostalgia, but in a way more than that, it's something that you, you can't get back, even if you could go back to exactly how things were when you were happy at an earlier point in your life. Now, it wouldn't feel the same as it did then. So it's kind of this unattainable thing, this impossible to get back feeling. Um, yeah, I love that. Yeah. It's nostalgia. Almost. Yeah. Yeah. Well, earlier we heard a bit from your new song, Say When, that just came out early March. Let's hear a little bit more of that. Tell us a little bit about the song. It's kind of a funny song to me. Um, it's not like something I'd usually write. It's it, we, I wrote it really, really fast, actually, while I was dog-sitting for my friend. And I was just thinking about getting to see someone again, um, just being excited about the new beginning of a relationship, I suppose. But to me, it's about more than that, just like expectation and feeling happy about something, even if it's not with you in that moment, just being able to wait and have patience um, and and relinquish control over exterior things from your life, and just uh, be able to 
enjoy things as they come when they come, you know, even if you're not uh, totally in control of when that happens. And you just came out with the music video for it. So how did you tie that concept with the, the visuals? Yeah. So the music video is also just kind of it's 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 mo- mostly a throwback to old music videos that I liked from um earlier bands and artists, namely Elliot Smith and the replacements. Um Elliot Smith has a video where he's just in a in a room basically playing the song and there's other stuff going on in that video, but I just took that element of it and then the replacements have a video where it's literally just a speaker in black and white filmed for the entire time. And I just thought it was kind of funny. I mean I obviously didn't really want to spend a lot of money making a huge music video and I thought, well, I like it when I can learn to play the songs from watching music videos. So I just wanted to play just the song and that was it. Just keep it really simple for this. Yeah. This is our first video. So Awesome. Well, it's great. Yeah, thank <laughs> it's you. It's super cool. Uh, how would you describe your band's style? Um, it's hard to say. I mean, like from what's come out so far, I would say that, yeah, like 90s kind of alt grunge pop rock would be applicable. But I write a lot of different kinds of songs that I feel like haven't really come out yet, um, and we're starting to put them out this year. Um, and so I feel like really it's it's less about like the style of the band and more about the style of each individual song. And so as more music is released, um, it'll sound a lot different, I think, than what's come out so far. Your album is called Trash Your Life. Mm-hmm. came out last year. What was the inspiration? Um, a, a fairly trashed life, I'd say. Um, you know, Does it have anything to do with this pandemic we're in? Not really. I honestly, that album was mostly written before the pandemic started, and honestly, okay. mostly recorded before the pandemic started. But I, I feel like that's the great thing about music and art is that it can apply to any different situation. I mean, I wrote it about specific things in my own life, but I feel like if you listen to it, you can take something else away from it as well. I feel like some of the songs are vague or generalized enough to be applicable to things like that. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. The pandemic definitely did delay it being released, um, but uh, I started working on a, another record during the pandemic, which has also been quite delayed as a result. So you use the time just to, to get more creative. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. Uh, what You Doing from this album, that one really caught my eye. I love that you, you, you play a voicemail from a debt collector in the beginning, yeah. which is interesting. Let's listen to a little bit of that. Hi, this is a message for Alexander Rindel. This is Kathy, DSG Collect. This call is from a debt collector. Please return my phone call, 866-740-3605. Thank you, Alex. What you doing hanging out? Thought that you were getting out of the scene. So I got to hear the story here. What motivated you to put that in your music? Um, well... I don't know. I think sometimes I just make really funny spur-of-the-moment decisions, and then they just kind of stick with me for the rest of my life. But I was getting a lot of calls from Kathy, and I feel like we developed (laughs) something of a personal relationship. And uh, at that time in my life, I I forget even what those that collection was from, to be honest with you. I think maybe... Maybe it was for, like, unpaid tuition for college or something. Mm. I'm not even sure. But... um, (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I just thought it was really funny and it kind of just symbolized like the whole idea of trashing one's life and just like, you know, messing up but not not giving up, just right. still continuing to go on. It's like don't 
I mean, don't feel bad about it. Just be friends with the debt collector. She's a human being, yeah. too, you know, so. Yeah, you, you made Kathy famous, too. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll see about that. What you do? This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. If you are just tuning in, we're speaking with Alex Rindel. He's lead singer of the band Old Joy. So talk to us a bit more. You dug in a bit earlier, but uh, I want to hear more about your inspiration to, to write and produce music. You're, you're drawing a lot, obviously, from personal experience, it sounds like. Yeah, definitely. I feel like it's something that I've I've done for a long time. It's almost like compulsive. Um, me and one of my friends joke around. He's also a songwriter. That it's it's kind of a sickness in some ways. Um, it's just like something we've always done. I first started playing piano when I was six. I just just sat down and started playing. Um, I I ended up taking some lessons later in life, but it's always been like a very internally driven thing you know like it's just kind of something that I've always done I never thought about doing it more like professionally until I was a little bit older maybe 17 or 18 was when I first started really playing um, a lot of shows that were more like realistic I, I got my start playing live in the back of a comic book store in Lansing Illinois and I would play Beatles covers and forget the words and stuff um, all the time. It was pretty embarrassing. But it's like one of those things that I just wanted to – I wanted to be good at it because I enjoyed it. And so I've just continued doing it. But as far as the lyrics and the songwriting goes, I definitely have mostly drawn from personal experience. In a way, most of the people I've been inspired by have done that as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think it's it's a good outlet in a lot of ways. Like, even if I don't expect a lot of people to relate to every little thing that I've done, I feel like relating to the emotion behind it is more important in some ways. Exactly. Well, let's let's talk more about lyrics. 90s Baby, that's a, a lot more lyric-heavy than some of your other songs. So first, let's listen to some... Tell me about the songwriting process for 90s Baby. Um, I wrote that one uh, a while ago, I'd say like 2014, the summer. Really, this one really was kind of embarrassingly written about a specific person, um, which not, not every song is. Some of them are more generalized, but this was someone who was in my life, who I was seeing at the time, who really loved like 90s music a lot and was also born in the 90s. And it started off as kind of like a fairly sweet love song you know about uh, oh you know uh, we understand each other and nobody else does but then you know as the relationship broke down and I started writing this record and actually making it it was more like taking a more honest look at um, what went wrong I guess yeah um, well that's yeah. not embarrassing you, you've used that word a couple times since we started talking <laughs> I think all, all of your experiences happened and they were meant to happen and they've taught you things and yeah. now you're you're making awesome music Absolutely. as a result Thank you. Right. Yeah. Um, talk to us about your, your band. 
Uh, so right now, I'm I'm really excited. I've got a great band in many ways, probably the best lineup that I've had. We've got a five-piece band um, and me playing guitar and singing and sometimes playing the keyboard. And then my friend Mike Molitor, who also has a band called Beauty Saloon, he plays lead guitar and also sings with me. Um, and then I've got two members of another Chicago band called Red Scarves, who are really great, and they just finished making their third record. Nice. Um, playing bass and drums. They're the rhythm section. They kind of came together, so they really um, lock in. That's Ryan Donlin and Robbie Kuntz. And then we have uh, our pedal steel player, um, Ben Carbone, and he's really wonderful, too. He's got a band called Boot. So everybody has their own thing going on, um, but uh, it's really great that they're all also able to back me up on yeah. a lot of shows. We've been playing a lot lately, too. So, Well, busy busy is good, yeah, right? Yeah, definitely. Who would you say were your big influences on uh, growing up or you know, just on your music and sound today? Yeah, I mean, obviously... One that's a huge one that I get compared to a lot, especially when I'm playing solo, is Elliot Smith. Always really loved his songwriting and ability to um, take emotions and, and weave them into something like totally understandable for somebody else. Um, but I also loved a lot of like classic songwriters growing up to John Prine, um, Towns Van Zandt, mm-hmm. uh, Bob Dylan. You know, I mean, really, I, I draw from a lot of different stuff, too. Like, I love Power Pop as well, Big Star. I've been on a huge XTC kick lately, and um, I listened to them as a kid as well. Loved The Replacements, too. So those are a lot of, like, my main influences. I love, you know, Wilco, another Chicago band that made me think that, well, you don't have to move somewhere else to do music. You can just do it where you're from. Yeah. You know? Isn't that lovely? Yeah. Being able to stay right here in Chicago and, and produce and yeah, it's great. It's a great city for music. There's a lot of really, really talented people here, and I feel like it's it's hard to realize that, but it's like right below the surface, you know? Yeah. So. Well, I, I want to talk about your single, Make a Move, which features some other artists, Sunny Falls and Guaranteed Feeling. Let's hear a clip. difference do you notice Alex in your in your work when you work with other artists versus when you are just by yourself um you know it's hard to say um I feel like with this one especially I mean Ryan who's the who's singing on this who I wrote the song with um we used to be in a band together called Shiloh so I feel like me and him in a way learned how to write songs together so it kind of felt really natural this guaranteed feeling was more like just a fun collaboration where we just didn't really we didn't think too hard about it and we didn't really try to do anything in particular we just kind of went in the studio with our our friend and also former bandmate Michael Mack who uh, had a studio at the time called Palette Sound where that was recorded now he has a Bim Bomb Sound and yeah I, I mean I would say like in a way it's it's more fun from a production standpoint to collaborate with other people because 
they bring things to the table that you don't necessarily have yourself, and you can utilize that. And you only have a certain amount of skills, but when there's different people in the room working together, you have a wider array of skills to draw from, a wider palette to paint with. Um, and I'd say that it just it's more interesting in some ways. When I do things myself, I feel like I, I love making music, but uh, I don't always like know... I don't always have the ability to to get the vision to where I feel like it should be, you know? Yeah. So it just ends up being what it is. Collaboration is good. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So what is next then for Old Joy? Well, we have um, another single coming out at the end of May called Feelin' Far, and there's a B-side for that too, a song called Everybody, and that's also going to come out with a video. And then in the end of June, we have a new EP coming out called Go Away Evil, which I'm very excited about. Great. Yeah, my, my brother recently passed uh, last um, September. Oh, and I'm so, sorry to hear that. Yeah, thank you. And that album is is kind of deals with that a little bit. And then we also have another EP. I'm not sure when that's going to come out, but that's that's done as well. And two more full-length albums that are ready to be released soon. Um, so we've got a lot. That nice. has been built up, you know, new single, May 28th, new EP at the end of June, and a lot of shows. A lot okay. of shows. Mm-hmm. That's Alex Reindel. He's lead singer of Old Joy. Now you can catch them live tonight at G-Man Tavern. The doors will open at 7 p.m. Thank you so much for being here, Alex. Yeah, absolutely. And if I can just say one more thing, Sasha, definitely follow us on Instagram at Old Joy Chicago. Nice. And let's go out on another track. Here is Don't Get Me Lost. Don't get me lost or off. Thanks for listening. WBNC I'm Sasha Ann Simons. We've got more for you listen. on the podcast. 